0: Have you ever had a problem that you weren't able to solve? Or maybe you're going through a difficult time in your life. Maybe it's some health challenges, or financial problems, or relationship stuff, or some work problems. Or maybe recently you've lost something important like your keys, or your wallet, or your phone, and you looked everywhere but you couldn't find it. On today's episode, we are going to answer the question. When you are knee-deep in a problem, what is the fastest way to find the answer when it's not coming to you? The answer is powerful. It involves some flowers and a lost ring, and I think it's going to surprise you. So let's get started. Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you're facing health challenges and in a way that you never thought possible. Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude, the podcast where we optimize gratitude and mindset to create a healthy, thriving body. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a breast cancer and autoimmune survivor turned certified natural health coach. And my mission is to help you optimize gratitude and mindset so that you can transform your overall health and wellness because you deserve love, happiness, and laughter. Before we jump in, I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself and your mindset and for creating that place in your brain and your body where you are becoming the grateful warrior, where you are embodying gratitude and fortitude in everything that you do. So let me ask you this. Have you ever had a problem? that you weren't able to solve or maybe you're going through something right now like a health challenge or relationship or work problem or financial or something like that. Or maybe recently you lost something important like your keys or your wallet or your phone and you looked everywhere but you couldn't find it. For most of us, we focus on the problem to get to the solution. I mean, and it makes sense because the problem is what is right in front of us, and it is screaming the loudest to get your attention. But when you do this, why does it always seem like when you focus on the problem, you just get sucked even further into the problem, and then you try everything, and then you just give up? And it makes sense because when we are so focused on solving the problem, and then we try everything to get to the solution, and then the solution never appears, then, well, maybe that's the way things are supposed to be. Maybe? Well, let me ask you this. Do you think it's possible to solve the problem with a problem? Or maybe your mindset needs to be somewhere else. Last week's episode was all about the people you surround yourself with, and it was also my birthday. I spent my birthday in Phoenix, Arizona with my business mastermind. I was surrounded by 80 people who are like-minded and growth-minded and with some incredible coaches and incredible leaders. It was one of my favorite places with some of my favorite people doing my favorite things. So it was just an amazing birthday. And by the way, thank you to all of you who wished me a happy birthday On Instagram. I really appreciated the wishes. But sometimes it's not always the lessons that you learn at the events. Sometimes it's the adjacent events that create the clarity for all the downloads that just get solidified into your soul. Now, I'm going to share several stories, and they have quite a few twists and turns and an incredible lesson at the end. So I invite you to just play along with me today and just jump right in and I'm actually going to start in the middle of the story. I was boarding the plane back home after the event. Now, when I get my ticket on the plane, I'm that person, and I carefully select the most perfect seat available. And then I just assume that my seatmate is going to be the right person to sit beside me at that moment in time. Well, I get on the plane, and I get to my seat. And There's an older teenage girl who had the window seat, and then her mom was in the middle. And the girl seemed to be panicking. Now, I'm not a licensed therapist, but I am a mindset coach. I have plenty of tools in my toolkit to help someone calm down from an emergency or a stressful situation. And I just prepared my mind. I was ready to jump in if needed, and then also to call for a flight attendant to get some help. Well, the first thing that I did was just observe for a moment because I didn't want to make any assumptions and I didn't want to jump in. And the girl was really upset. But then she got down on her knees and she's facing the seat. And all I could think about was, oh, no, she's going to throw up. So I just finally asked the mom if she was okay or if she needed any help. Well, it turns out the girl had lost a ring that had come off her finger And it was a very special ring. And she was understandably upset trying to find it. The flight ended up being delayed for close to an hour. So she had plenty of time to look around. And when everyone was boarded, I actually stood up and, you know, kind of moved away so that it gave both of them some space. Because, I mean, you know, you're on a plane and there's not a lot of space to look around. And they literally looked everywhere for the ring. And they couldn't find it. Let me pause for a second. And I know I asked you this in the beginning. I'm going to ask you again. Have you ever lost something important like keys or a wallet or your phone and you went into a panic trying to find it? I actually lost my glasses and I found them on my face. (laughs) I literally went into a panic running around the house for five minutes looking for my glasses. They were on my face. Yeah. So anyway. How do you feel when you're in that panic mode and you're looking for it? I mean, you're totally panicked, right? I mean, that's what happens. That's naturally what happens to us. But then what happens when you calm down from that panic and you actually start to think straight and then you can actually backtrack your steps to think logically to solve the problem? Well, that's normally when you find it or when the problem is solved, right? The solution is never in the problem. The solution is always in the space. Well, what was interesting is that morning getting to the airport, we're going to backtrack a little bit. Several things happened that brought this story to life. First of all, the Uber driver never got out of the car to help me with my bags, which really annoys me. And her car reeked to high heaven of one of those air fresheners. And when I say reeked, that was an understatement. I could not breathe. It was just, and I mean, at that point, I'm like, I'm not going to call another Uber and wait 30 minutes and, you know, be late for my plane. So I just sucked it up and dealt with it. But can I have some solidarity here? If you are listening here, hit me up on Instagram and let me know what you think. Do you absolutely hate getting into an Uber and having it be all air freshener stinky? I mean, okay, think about it. Do people these days have such horrific hygiene that Uber drivers need to have these air fresheners in their car? I mean, do we need to have something to cover up people's just odiferous smell? I mean, I'm not walking around smelling people because that's just weird. But I mean, unless you're coming out of the gym or something, people usually don't have bad body odor. And I just cannot stand all of those chemicals and that smell. And it just makes me absolutely nauseous. I digress. Anyway, I was prepared to give her a generous tip. But after the whole air freshener thing and after her not even budging or asking to help with my bags, yeah, not so much. Here's the thing, I didn't feel bad about it. She did not provide a service that met my minimal expectations. So I did not reward her with a generous tip and that was that. So I get to the airport and I check my bags at the outside kiosk because I had my suitcase, I had my laptop bag and then when I was at the event, one of my friends gave me flowers for my birthday. So I had more items to carry than I had hands to carry them. So I gave the baggage guy my bag and I set the flowers down he commented on the flowers. We had this lovely chat and I told him all about my birthday and about the event and everything. And then when it came time to pay the system, I put my credit card in and it asked for a tip. So for him, I did tip him generously. Now I get in, I get through security. My next stop was to get some hot water. And normally it's just Dunkin' Donuts because that's usually whatever is open at an airport. But... At the Phoenix airport, they had this nice little um, like a bar, restaurant kind of area that was open. There were plenty of seats. I mean, there was hardly anyone in there. So there's plenty of seats. And I sit down at the bar and I asked for hot water. And then I had already packed my own breakfast because I never trust that an airport's going to have any kind of food that I can eat that's gluten-free, dairy-free, and egg-free and all the things. I mean, usually it's just muffins or something or donuts or bagels, which I can't eat. So I always pack my own food and especially, you know, a long flight and a long day and everything like that. Well, I was prepared to leave her a generous tip, even though I didn't eat any food there because I was taking up the space and I don't know, I just felt like that was the right thing to do. Well, that was short-lived because the waitress said that I wasn't allowed to sit there because I wasn't gonna eat any of their food So she basically kicked me out, and okay, no tip for her. Well, here's where the story gets juicy. I promise, I am going to put all of this together. In episode 80, I talked about being triggered. Now, old Holly would have totally been triggered at this point. I would have been totally amped up for the stinky Uber drive and for being kicked out of the restaurant, but I'm well past that at this point. I practice what I preach and I preach what I practice. And neither of those events bothered me. They just were. Well, I sat down at the gate and I struck up a conversation with an older gentleman. And we're having this nice chat. And about 10 minutes into talking to him, I realized, oh my goodness, I don't have my flowers. So I told him all about my birthday and my flowers. And I was like, oh no, I don't have my flowers. So I thought back to, okay, where did I leave them? Was it in the car? No, it wasn't. Oh, it was in the baggage. And I was like, man, I can't go back to the baggage and get them. So I literally said out loud to him, I wish that they would just somehow magically appear. And I looked at him and my glance went a little bit over to the right. And there they were. My flowers were sitting at the counter, by the gate. They really did magically appear at that moment, like instantaneously, like poof, there they are. Well, obviously they didn't just poof appear. The guy at the baggage somehow figured out a way to get them to my gate. But that didn't have to happen. And I thought back through the course of the events that morning. And I'm always under the belief that kindness begets kindness. Now, I was still kind to the Uber driver and the waitress, even though I got what I thought was subpar service. I led with pure intentions of being generous to both of them. And I didn't feel bad for not being generous when the service was subpar. But I also created the opportunity to have an amazing connection with the baggage guy. And I created the space for the solution to appear. And I fully expected in that moment that I said, I wish these flowers would just magically appear. And in that moment, I fully expected that a miracle was going to happen. Now, let's go back to the plane and the frantic girl and the mom. So once we were seated and the plane took off, um, she just gave up looking for the ring. Well, I told her the story about the miracle that had just happened to me. What, like an hour ago at that point? And I said that if one miracle can happen today, there's a good probability that another one can happen too. Well, at the end of the flight, as we were starting to get off the plane, I suggested to the mom that they actually wait around until everyone had left. So they had the space to look around, you know, the couple seats in front, a couple seats behind, and then maybe get one of the flight attendants to help too. So I wish them good luck. She was actually heading off to college and I was on my way down to get my bag at the baggage claim. Now, here's where the story gets even more interesting. Okay. Our flight was delayed about an hour. I had been up since, I think I got up at 4.30 Pacific time. And then it's a five-hour flight and a three-hour time zone change. So it is now six o'clock at night and I have a two-hour drive ahead of me. From the airport to home. So yeah, I'm a little tired at this point. And I waited 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 for my suitcase. My suitcase was literally one of the last ones to come through. I wasn't anxious. I wasn't nervous. I just calmly waited and I knew it would come out. Well, I grabbed my bag and I was literally about five feet from getting on the elevator. And I see these people running and I look over. It's the mom and the girl. They are literally running over to me. They're like, wait, wait, wait. We found the ring. Thank you. The solution is never in the problem. The solution is always in the space. If I was not as kind as I was to the baggage guy, I may have never had my flowers magically appear. And then I would not have had a story to tell the girl who was frantically looking for her ring. And if my suitcase came out any earlier, I would have never seen them again. I would have never known if she found her ring or not. You see, there are two ways that you can view what happens in life. You can be 100% focused on the problem. Or you can be in that space where you are frantic and your head is spinning and you can't think straight and your emotions totally hijack your brain and your body. or. You can be in the space to find the solution. When you are in the middle of the storm, it is loud. Those emotions are loud. They are screaming. And that's why you're going to hear me talk all of the time about gratitude being at the top of the food chain. And it's easy to say, oh, gratitude again, gratitude, schmatitude, gratitude's baloney pants. It is easy to say, Holly, you can stick that gratitude thing where the sun don't shine because you have no clue what I'm going through. And I get it. That is why I created this podcast. That is why I created the Gratitude Lab for my students. The tactical application of finding the solution in the space is actually their favorite lesson in the Gratitude Lab. That's why and how I coach the way I do. Because when you are in gratitude, you are in the space. And when you are in the space, you have the space to find the solution. It's simple, but it's not easy because every problem has a solution. But you can't get to the solution in the same place that created the problem. And here's a fun PS to this. Sometimes it's not about the solution. It's about the journey that you go through. To get there. And that's why I am such a strong advocate for having a coach to help you get through this because a good coach knows how to help you find that space. A good coach is going to help you collapse time to get to that solution. So you don't have to go through this alone. If you want to learn more, if you know that you are committed to investing in yourself, If you want to explore one-on-one coaching, you can go to gratefulwarriorcoaching.com and the link is also in the show notes. And your first step is to learn about your gratitude personality. So take the quiz. It's fun. It's free. You can go to pinkfortitude.com slash quiz and the link is also in the show notes. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast. And I'll see you next week. We have some real talk here for a minute, just between us girls. Can we have a conversation about what the end of the day looks like? I'm talking about that moment when you've crossed off all the things on your list. Okay, they're not all completed, but you're done for the day. And when I say done for the day, I mean you are done. And you sit on the couch to actually relax for a few minutes before bedtime. You know that moment of pure bliss when your bum hits the couch cushion and then you sit back in this heap of exhaustion. You pull the blanket over your legs, literally breathe for the first time all day. And it's not not even one minute later. And it's your spouse, hey, hun, your kid, mom. Or you pick up the phone to scroll on social media, and then your boss sends you an email you need to respond to, or you see something that, like, oh, shoot, I forgot to do something that can't wait for tomorrow. And then the dog's doing the potty dance because spouse or kid never took them for a walk, even though you asked them to. And it's that moment that you feel this resentment fill your body. And then you probably feel guilt on top of it because this is the life that you've always dreamed of. You've got a great career and a great family. So you might be wondering, Why do I feel so drained? Why is my life sucking every ounce of energy out of my body? I'm here to tell you that the world is not going to crumble if you say yes to yourself. But you will eventually crumble if you don't. You deserve to take care of yourself and your health. And it begins by saying yes to you which is probably the hardest yes that you're ever going to say. And that's why I created a very special private podcast series. It's called Your Comeback Experience. And it's specifically for you, the woman who has a track record of success in everything that you do, but you are burned out and something's still missing. And somewhere along the way, your health got pushed to the side. It's a secret podcast, meaning it's not public. You need to have an invitation to access it. And I want to invite you. So to get this free private podcast delivered right to your inbox, click on the link in the show notes or go to PodcastHolly.com. Super easy to remember, PodcastHolly.com. The link is also in the show notes.